0: Hello friends, today we'll be reading part 8 of What Luke Really Cared About. This is a rather long section, so again I'm just going to be reading off the verses listed as opposed to going and finding the verses and reading them for you to save some time. And yeah, let's get into it. This section is called Luke In His Gospel Reminded Jesus' Disciples of Radically Different Priorities for living. Luke noted that other first century teachers had followers or disciples, i.e., people dedicated to the way of life taught by the leader. Examples given are chapter 5, verse 33 and 34, chapter 7, verse 18, and chapter 11, verse 1. Luke noted that Jesus had 12 followers, whom he called apostles, which we see in chapter 6, verse 13 through 16. Luke, though, had a preference for referring to the Apostles as the Twelve, which we can see in chapter 6, verse 13, chapter 8, verse 1, chapter 9, verse 1, chapter 9, verse 12, chapter 18, verses 31, and chapter 22, verses 3 and 47. Luke never used the phrase, 12 disciples. Thus, Luke did not specify the number of disciples Jesus had. In fact, Luke several times mentioned Jesus having disciples before he reported the designation of the 12, which we see in chapter 5, verse 30, chapter 6, verse 1, and then it says carried forward in chapter 5, verse 33. At the naming of the 12, we read that Jesus called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he designated apostles, which is seen in chapter 6, verse 13. After naming these twelve apostles, Luke said that Jesus went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, which we see in chapter 6, verse 17. Thus, from the very beginning, without denying the importance of the twelve apostles, Luke noted that Jesus had many disciples, not simply twelve. And it says, carried forward to chapter 10, verses 1 through 24. Luke often used disciple in Acts to mean Christian. See Acts 11:26. What does it look like to be a disciple of Jesus? It entails radically different priorities for all of life. Though salvation through faith in Jesus Christ is a free gift from God, it costs the recipient everything. Luke alone noted that Peter, James, and John left everything and followed Jesus, which we see in chapter 5 verse 11 and carried forward in Matthew 4, verse 22, and Mark 1, verse 20. Likewise, only Luke noted that Levi left everything when he followed Jesus, which we see in chapter 5, verse 28, carried forward in Matthew 9, verse 9, and Mark 2, verse 14. Following Jesus may involve family conflict, which we can see in chapter 8, verse 19 through 21. Chapter 12, verse 49 through 53. Chapter 18, verses 28 through 30. Something Luke stressed with greater length and harsher language than Matthew's parallel account, which we can see in chapter 14, verse 25 through 27, carried forward in Matthew chapter 10, verse 37 through 39. Only Luke reported Jesus saying a follower must take up his cross daily, which we see in chapter 9, verse 23. Luke wanted to stress that a disciple must be ready to die every day. Luke also provided two unique parables about the need to count the cost of discipleship. The parable of the tower builder and the parable of the warring kings, which we see in chapter 14 verses 28 through 33. From these brief parables, we note that committing to following Jesus was a measured decision because it involved the priorities and resources of one's life at the opening of the travel narrative Luke narrated Jesus's encounter with three men who had excuses for not following Jesus Jesus's words there address what disciples should value how disciples should invest their time and what disciples should focus on which we see in chapter 9 verse 57 through 62 then Luke collected together several unique parables throughout the travel narrative in which Jesus challenged his disciples to reorder their priorities according to his values. So that is the end of this section. I don't have my little cards with me for the prayers and verses, but I do want to just go over my own little prayer and verse. So the verse that I have chosen is Hebrews 11.1, and it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. I know sometimes it gets hard to wait on the things that we pray for, and sometimes we may not see them for years, but we have to stay consistent in our prayer and have faith that God will work everything out and answer your prayer. He may not answer it how you want it to be answered, but he will answer it. And my prayer for today is this. God, I thank you for everything that you've done in my life, all the prayers that you've answered, all the prayers that are to be answered. And thank you for giving me the faith to trust in you in everything that you do for my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I hope you all have a blessed day. Until next time.